0: What's going on guys, it's Jordan Stoltz, the host of the Triple F Podcast, and today's episode is number 101, 101, it's a workout Wednesday, I'm talking about abs, I'm talking about hip flexors, and I'm really going in on how to deactivate those hip flexors and improve your overall, um, just the pains you have, get rid of those, the overall activation of other muscle groups, and so you can perform and look your very, very best let's get down to today's episode number 101 hip flexors and abs welcome to the fitness food and freedom podcast keep listening for some awesome advice on health motivation and becoming a better version of yourself be sure to tune in every week for motivation monday workout wednesday and foodie friday behind the mic today your host a strength and conditioning coach husband and businessman jordan stoltz What's going on, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, the host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Wednesday. It's afternoon right now. It's about 1.42 p.m. I had a little break here, and I thought I would record this podcast. Sorry that it's coming up late, but you know, most of the downloads I have noticed come later on, like in the following days of the podcast actually coming out. <clears throat> So, I didn't think it'd be too big of a deal. Thank you for bearing with me if you're expecting an episode uh as far as episodes go for this week uh today's episode might be on the maybe a little bit of the shorter side uh Friday, I am doing my first interview for the podcast, right so it's been a solo episode all the way through <clears throat> for a hundred episodes It's been just me talking about different topics, I've answered listener questions, I've just talked, I've ranted, I've broken down a subject, and I've told stories, right? And that's basically what my podcast has been, but now that I've built a pretty good audience uh, that's you guys, right? I thought, uh, you know, it's time to bring on some guests, time to get some other opinions and some other people you might like to hear about. So I have this guest coming on Friday, a real-life American Ninja Warrior is who I'm interviewing. So that'll be a surprise who that exactly is, but I am interviewing an American Ninja Warrior on all things training, fitness, motivation, how to deal with tough times, and it's gonna be a great interview. I'm really looking forward to you guys hearing this one. Uh, that's gonna be coming out on Monday, however. there's gonna be a Motivation Monday with the Ninja Warrior interview. On Friday, I'll be doing a Foodie Friday by myself, and that'll be covering some topics that I got in listener questions over this last week. Now, if you have any questions you want answered on the show, not necessarily this Friday, but maybe in the future, you want to go over to triplefpodcast.com/contact. slash contact. All right, that's linked in the show notes. It's linked in the full description right below this podcast title in your phone. And if you go there, there's a contact form. You can leave your question. I'll answer it on the podcast, or I'll just shoot you an email with a good answer or maybe tell you what episodes you need to go listen to. That's basically what's going on in this upcoming week and weekend. Today is beautiful. It's about 90 degrees here in Nebraska, and you know I'm feeling good. I'm feeling motivated, and I'm feeling uh, like getting outside and doing some kind of exercise outside, probably a walk with the dogs or something like that. Today's episode, I'm going to keep a little bit on the shorter side, like I mentioned. I am talking about abs again, and I have done many different episodes in the last month about your abs on Workout Wednesdays, right? I've talked about the best exercises. I bet I talked about the best way to train them. I talked about the anatomy of the abs, like a 101 type of episode. Today, though, I'm talking more about hip flexors, all right? Now, what are hip flexors? Hip flexors are the flexor, right? The thing that flexes your hip and the front of your hip. So if you think about what that means, a hip extension would be if you kind of extended your leg out behind you, right? Kind of that ice skater leg behind you extension, you know, the graceful dancer kind of look, right? That's a hip extension where you're pushing that out or you can think of it, To think of it an easier, more scientific term is that you are, it's the extension is happening opposite of the muscle group that's flexing, right? So when you're extending the hip, you're flexing the glutes. That's opposite of the hips, right? And then if you're doing hip flexing, which I'm talking about hip flexors, you are extending the glutes or you are not flexing them. Right, so in today's show I'm talking about hip flexors and abs and how they relate to each other. This is a big topic, it's really something a lot of people don't understand, and it's something that a lot of people just ignore. That's really I'm really looking forward to today's workout Wednesday. Hope you guys enjoy it. Workout Wednesday Like I said, the hip flexors are often misunderstood. In fact, all of these ligaments, these tissues, these muscles around the hip are often misunderstood. Now, just as an example, I'm gonna talk about not the hip flexor, but the IT band. Now, you might've heard this term tossed around, especially in the running community or maybe in the rehab community, right? Where you're talking about knee pain, you're talking about hip pain, and you're talking about the IT band related to those. You're saying my IT band is tight, how do I stretch my IT band? How do I roll my IT band? You know, I, how do I loosen up my IT band? I got this pain. It's pulling my knee, all this kind of stuff, right? The IT band goes on the side of your leg, if you're not aware, on the side of your thigh from your knee basically to your hip is where people will work on it. Now, what they don't understand is that the IT band is not pliable, right? It's not flexible. The IT band is actually more set right it's very much set in how big it's going to be think of it like a car on a or a a car on a a belt on a car think of it like that you're not going to be able to stretch it you're not going to be able to loosen it up just by working it right it's it's basically set how it is you can't stretch your it band you can't roll your it band loose what is coming from other issues if you have tightness there Now, what people really don't understand and how this kind of translates over to hip flexors is that people don't understand the IT band in like anatomy, if you take some anatomy classes, you'll see that the IT band actually, it really connects to that knee joint and it doesn't just go to the hip, it goes all the way to the lower back, right? Those muscles around with the IT band, the hip flexors, the uh, different muscles around your pelvis... Okay. So you're talking about the like the quadratus lumborum, which is like on the top of your butt, and that's where you feel it, right? Or the IT band on the side of your thigh. However, these are attaching to the knee, they're attaching to the hip, and they're sometimes attaching to the back, right? They're way more expansive and they have way more effect than people think. In fact, most problems in tightness, right, anything below your thoracic spines, anything below your shoulders, I would say anything that feels tight, anything that feels kind of gnarly, probably stems from somewhere around the pelvis. It stems from somewhere in the middle of your trunk, in your hips especially. Right? And this is why fixing your hip flexors is gonna make a huge difference in your running ability. It's gonna make a huge difference in your ab work. It's gonna make a huge difference in your mobility in general. Right? It's uh, it's a huge thing that we need to address. It's a huge problem. And a lot of people just misunderstand that these tissues connect to everything. How abs kind of come to the mix. I mentioned, I talked about abs a lot lately and that's very true, but how abs and hip flexors relate is that a lot of the ab exercises we do are going to promote use of the hip flexors, right? You're going to activate the hip flexors doing leg raises, you're going to activate hip flexors, doing even sit-ups if you have a hard time keeping your back back completely on the floor. And when I mean completely on the floor, I mean every part of your spine is on the floor. Not, no, no arch in your back, nothing. You need all of that on the floor for your hip flexors not to become active. Now, our society in general, it's not just ab exercises that are bad, it's our society in general, it's our—it's the way we live, it's technology, it's all these things, it's our jobs, it's our careers, all these things promote tight hips, and if you have tight hips, you're going to have more active hips, which are going to result in less active abs and glutes, right? It's all this chain reaction. So if, I mean, tight hips are going to result in your abs being off, you're not braced, you don't have a core that's ready to take a punch at any time, right? And then you don't have your glutes the same way. Maybe you're sitting on your butt right now. Maybe you are driving in the car and you're sitting on your butt, right? You can't help that, but your glutes are off, right? You're not flexing your glutes. And because of that, you're not using them and because of that, they're not as active as they should be. Even just sitting in general is gonna promote tight hips because you're shortening that hip flexor, right? If you are sitting there, look down at your hips, you're at that 90 degree angle probably, and that means that your hip flexors are shortened and they're not at their full length, which means they will get tight. So our society is promoting this tight hips, ab exercises are promoting the tight hips as well and they're not working, right? If you do ab exercises without taking care of your tight hips first, you're only working those tight hips even more. So if you do a leg raise, lay on the floor, do a leg raise and maybe you know, roll up your shirt so you can see your abs. Now what's going what it's going to look like as you lower your legs down to the floor and you get close to the floor you're ready to lift them back up, you're probably going to see some kind of you know, muscle activity in your hip area right in your pelvis and what this is is hip flexors that means you're using your hip flexors it's not all coming from your ab muscles now just to review your ab muscles are composed of the transverse abdominis which is the very very deep kind of belt type muscle that keeps everything safe as far as your spine and your organs are concerned you have the rectus abdominis which is the six-pack muscle that you would think of when you think abs and then you have the obliques which are rotators they're on the side of your trunk, right? So these are the ab muscles. These are the ones that should be working. And a lot of times people won't feel these right away. They'll feel their hips firing. Maybe their hip will pop. Maybe they think they're working their abs, but in reality, they're just working those hip flexors and they're not getting the most benefits possible. The worst thing you can do in your ab exercises, however, is to promote type hip hip flexors even more. So it's not just that you're not training your abs quite right because if you do enough leg raises and sit ups, you're going to build your abs, right? However, you might be promoting more tight hip flexors, which might cause more issues and pain down the road, like lower back pain, hip pain, knee pain. uh, All these things are caused by hip pain, right? So how do you do this, right? How do you deactivate the hip flexors? How do you stay mobile? How do you Take them out of the equation completely when doing ab exercises. Let's get into that. There's a few ways that I, that I like to deactivate the hip flexors and take care of this tight hip problem, okay? I have four that I really wanted to go on. Uh, I kind of wanted to go on a little tangent about how you need to be doing these. Now, number one is the most expansive of all of these. This, is, this one's going to require the most work for you. This is going to be the most homework. This is going to be the one that is going to require 90% of your effort while you're deactivating, keeping your hips loose. This is to keep yourself mobile and active. Now, this isn't a one-time thing you can do. This isn't one stretch to get better. This isn't one piece of equipment you can roll around on for five minutes. This is something you have to commit to day in and day out, right? To be mobile. To be active, to be ready to go at any time. And to be able to do that requires a lot of effort. It might require a lifestyle change. It might require a lot more activity than you're used to. It might require giving up some things you like. However, you just need to be more active, right? You need to use the hips more. You need to use your abs more, your glutes more, and you just need to stay more active. That's going to make the biggest difference as well, right? It's going to be keeping mobile, doing a lot of full ranges of motion and things like lunges, squats, hinges. Uh, maybe, you know, you're just sitting down and standing back up. You're just doing these different things that humans are meant to do. You're just doing natural functional movements and that's going to help you keep mobile. Maybe you actually work in your mobility, do some drills like a couch stretch. I talked about that in a previous episode. Maybe you're doing a pigeon stretch. Maybe you're stretching your hamstrings. Maybe you're doing some work with lacrosse balls and foam rollers. All that's great, and I definitely recommend you start building that into your movement practice as soon as possible. Now, you also need to be active, right? You need to be active, you need to get your activity in, you can't be sedentary because the sitting is what really causes the tight hips to be a problem. And if you're active most of the time, you're not going to experience that tight of hips, you're not going to need to stretch them all the time because you're more active. Now, number two, now keep in mind, number one is the biggest one, right? That's going to be the the majority of your results. That's going to be the majority of your effort. is going to be focused on your mobility sessions every day, keeping active every day, and really building a movement practice that promotes a healthy body. However, I do have three more. And number two, these are all, starting on number two here, these are all for pre-exercise work, right? So if you're ready to do an ab exercise, for example, or maybe you're even ready to do a leg exercise. You don't want those hips going, right? You want to deactivate the hips to optimally feel the other muscles. Here's the next three things you do, number two, three, and four. Number two, you do a couple sets for your glutes and hammies, right? Your hamstrings. You do maybe hip bridges. Maybe you do leg curls. Maybe you do uh, some kind of donkey kick behind you, right? But you're going to activate your glutes. And the reason for this is basic physiology so when one muscle group contracts or one muscle group is activated automatically that means the opposing muscle group or the antagonist is going to be deactivated right the if the agonist is flexing the antagonist is going to be extending if the agonist is activated the antagonist is going to be deactivated think of this in terms of something a little simpler like a bicep curl. If you do a bicep curl with a dumbbell, your triceps are going to be deactivated during that movement. Correct? Now, the same thing happens on the hips, right? Your hips are in the front of your pelvis, in between your abs and your legs, basically. And to deactivate them, you need to activate what's on the other side, which is the glutes and the hamstrings. So I recommend some kind of single leg leg curl. I recommend hip bridges. I recommend single leg hip bridges to turn off the hips just like that now another way you can do this is to stretch those hip flexors right this is number three is to stretch your hip flexors immediately before the exercise you want to do so say you're going to do an ab workout you're going to do 10-15 minutes of ab work if you want to really activate your abs and get rid of those hips doing all the work then i recommend you do that glutes and hamstring sets. And then also I recommend you do a ham, a hip stretch. That could be the couch stretch. That could be a simple lunge stretch. Look those up online, hip flexor stretch. Uh, they're all over the place. Do that and you're actually going to deactivate it temporarily. Now this is going to be very temporary, but it is going to get you through that workout. So when you stretch a muscle statically for like a minute, you're going to actually lessen the force that that muscle can put out temporarily right that's why you don't want a static stretch before you do your workouts right you don't want to stretch your pecs before you bench press because you won't be able to put out as much force and this is why you want to stretch your hip flexors as well you're turning them off for a short period of time the last thing you can do to deactivate your hip flexors is to just activate that core so do a plank and I mean, that's as simple as it gets, right? Just do a plank on your elbows, focus on contracting those abs, keeping a flat back, keeping those ribs down and not flared up and keeping that butt squeezed. That butt squeeze is going to turn off the hips and the focusing on the core is going to make sure that's turned on and you're not going to have to worry about hip flexors coming up. I mean, you guys really need to just realize the purpose of hip flexors, right? That's the point of this whole thing is that you realize where the hip flexors are, what they do, and, you know, what purpose do they serve? And then you need to get to the point that you can pick and choose when your body activates them. Just by staying mobile, just by staying active, and really just by doing these little things that we talked about, right? You can deactivate them when you want to. Maybe you can activate them when you want to. But if you can pick and choose, you're not going to be at the mercy of your tight muscles. You're not going to be at the mercy of maybe injuries you have. All in all, in conclusion, on this workout Wednesday, it's about creating a balanced mobile body, right? Balanced muscles, in touch with your muscles so you know when something's firing and something's not. That comes with time a mobile body that you can get into good positions with that you don't have pain with because you have no tightness. Um, You, you accomplish this, you stay active, you create balanced muscle groups, you stay very mobile. You will always have way less health problems down the road, right? Having those tight hips, just kind of letting it slide because it's not a big deal right now. You feel fine. You have an office job. You don't necessarily need your hips to be all loose and mobile. You don't need to sit in a full squat these are going to cause health problems later on. It's, it's something that's actually a big deal. It's going to cause that crippling back pain later on. It's going to cause you to get into a bad position and maybe injure your back. Maybe it's going to cause your knees to not be in proper form when you're going for a run or playing a sport. Tight hips contribute to a lot, right? That's why they're so misunderstood is that people don't get that they're connected to so much. They're connected to everything. And uh, that's why you need to really address this problem before it becomes a big problem workout Wednesday and that'll do it for another workout Wednesday. I'm Jordan. Saltz, your host. And this is the fitness food and freedom podcast episode one Oh one. Be sure to subscribe to the show and review it on iTunes. And don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Tell your friends and family how you heard about the fitness food and freedom podcast, your favorite episode that they should download and just what they need to do. Uh, you know, to get their health and fitness back on track and that is listening to this podcast Thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you for helping the show grow. And thank you for staying tuned for my future episodes and my interview with the Ninja Warrior coming after the weekend. I'm Jordan Stoltz. I'll see you guys on Friday. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.